You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. When we ask God to help us in our work and commit to Him what we are doing, He will cause our plans to succeed. Discover more about this truth in this message by Pastor Ryan Gidor. Nice to be here. Thank God it's Monday! I know we're starting our week right. You're in the right place with the right kind of people, and I know that you are excited to start tomorrow. Come on now. In fact, I want to do this as quickly as possible because I'm so excited. I can't hide it, okay? To start my day with God tomorrow. How many of you here are really thankful that you are in the right place with the right kind of people? Praise God. Can we just give God a glory for that? It's amazing to start the week right, and I know that indeed we had a great week, and about a week ago, Pastor Ariel Marquez, our very own our senior pastor, did deliver a powerful message, and I know that a lot of us, we have a, a lot of mindsets on uh, how we go about our day uh, once we hit Monday. And I know that a lot of us here, we struggle, we drug ourselves to really uh, work, because I know that indeed it's not easy to recover from last week's uh, blows and challenges, but I believe that God is a word for each and every one of us. Amen? How many of you here are thankful that we are right now in the second installment of our series, Thank God It's Monday? That we will unwrap what God has uh, prepared for us this evening. When we don't understand the picture of what God is up to, there's a tendency for you to struggle and drag yourself to work. Because we think that our condition is an isolated case. That you go through routines and you get bored and you think that you're not at uh, the center of God's will. And the tendency is, for you to what to wallow in self-pity, to complain, to compare yourself with your office mates. Come on out. You compare yourself with people from church. You compare yourself with a lot of people that you go so routinarily that you just can't help but uh, eventually give up. And a lot of us, we go through routines, and I know it's not easy when you do not understand that your work is involved or it is totally uh, in connection or probably has an influence or the other way around or has relevance in what God is doing in your life, in your office, and the people that you interface with every single day. So some of you here, you go out of the house, you kiss your wife, you slam the door and kick the dog. Every single day you do that. You kiss your wife, kick the dog and slam the door. You kiss your wife routinarily every day. Some of you here, you don't have a wife. You kiss yourself, slam the door, and kick the dog. Do you understand? And eventually, you kiss your wife, slam the door, kick the dog. Eventually, you kiss the dog, slam your wife, kiss the door. Routinarily, you evolve and you just can't help. Is this really what God wants me to do? And the reason why, okay, you drag yourself to work because you just don't understand what God is up to, that everything that we do every single day is part of what God is doing. The environment that we are in. It has always been a routine when we miss the very reason and purpose of why you work. Why you work? Why do you have to labor? Is this because I need to pay my debts? I need to earn an income? I need to prepare myself for retirement? Is this the reason why I do work? I want to remind you that work is a blessing from God. And it is a reflection of His character and His nature and should be enjoyed through faithfulness and hard work. How many of you here, you are working? Okay? Come on now. You're working. Come on. If you're not working, just raise your hand. Okay? Okay? Fake it until you make it. Okay? If you're not working, how many of you here are happily working? Masaya po kayo. Kayo lang yung masaya, yung boss niyo hindi. Okay? And you wish you're working. How many of you here, you wish you're working? Come on now. Some of you here are right now in a vacation mode. You're not lazy. In fact, you're very, very hardworking, okay? 
when it comes to resting, okay? You, you, you prepare yourself on how to rest. And why some people are enjoying and some are not. How should we view work and how should we okay, set ourselves okay, and go about working? The passage we're about to read is a perspective on how we should see work from the perspective of God. So it is important that we do understand that more than just my daily routines, that I am part of what God is brewing and doing, and more than being part of what God is doing in order for me to fully comprehend that I'm involved in what God is doing through my profession, through my career, is that I have to see things from the perspective of God. A lot of us, we see things from our own vantage point coming out. If you see things based on your perspective, the what? The tendency is for you to always react. You always complain. You always compare yourself with your office mates and other people because you see things from your perspective. But if you take the perspective of God, and there's no other way to look at it from the perspective of God's Word. Are you ready? So I want us to open our Bibles right now in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. The background of this story is uh, really very, very interesting. But before we uh, unravel okay, what the Word of God has to say, I would want to read in chapter 16, verse 3. Are you ready? Most of you are familiar with this passage, and I know that a lot of you here, okay, you love okay, this passage. In verse 3, are you ready? Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. The Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. Very short and concise, but I want you to join me in a word of prayer. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful moment that I know look at 99% look at the people that are in this room can relate to uh, today's topic look at on work. A lot of us, Father, at times we don't know the purpose. We don't know, look at that. Uh, our work is a blessing. Our work, Lord God, has a lot to do with our, our, our worship and our understanding of who you are. I pray that as we go out, look at an end, look at this week, I pray that we will have a new perspective of what you're presently doing in us, for us, and through us. Thank you, Lord, that your presence and your Holy Spirit is in our midst, Lord God, that will give us a new perspective of what is about to come. Thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, the word commit, commit to the Lord, came from a Hebrew word means to roll in. I don't know if you're familiar, when Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave, there is this huge what, boulder that was rolled in in order for Christ to, what, to come out. It was very, very symbolic that, indeed, when we don't understand that every single day as we go to work, that we're rolling in and we are, what, we are moving towards God direction, or God's direction. And a lot of us here, we think that okay, it is probably just a, a form of responsibility that I need to comply to every single day. But God wants us to know, ladies and gentlemen, that more than just complying to your daily routines and schedules, God wants you to know that in order for you to survive and thrive, not just survive, a lot of you here are surviving. In fact, some are gasping for air, that you can't help but wait for Friday. How many of you here uh, has observed that if you're starting your day on Monday, Friday is too far? Do you understand? How we wish it's Friday. Because you don't understand that you need to commit your day to the Lord. Why? Because I am telling you right now loud and clear, you don't have to work in church. I am telling you loud and clear that it's not easy to face the world. 
God is for work. Remember, before sin entered the world, God what? Admonished. Really reminded Adam and Eve to work. The reason why work became difficult because of sin. But God is not against work. And we will unravel what God has to say concerning work. So it is important that we start our day that, Lord, I want to commit my life. I want to commit my work. Because at the end of the day, you can't do it alone. You need God by your side. Do you understand? So every single day, if you struggle, you're striving, you can't help but really drag yourself to work, and you're having a hard time, Lord, okay? I just can't wait for Sunday so I can worship you. I want to remind you, work is part of worship. Remember this. We are created for mission. Amen? We're not created for mission. Amen. Okay, I just want to check you once in a while if you're listening. We're created to give God a glory and honor, and that's worship. And the reason why we're doing mission, because we want to give God the glory. So part of work as you work, in fact, as you go to your office, as you clean that floor, as you uh, encode the, the details of, of, of the uh, things that your boss is asking you to do, as you answer that phone call from from the States, if you are a call-centered agent, you're not doing it for your boss. You're not doing it for your company. You're doing it for God. It's a form of worship. And you want to be good at it. And thus, the Bible is very, very clear that we commit so that what the Bible says, commit to the Lord, okay, your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. So it is important that as we commit and move towards the direction where God is, it is guaranteed that you will be established. The word established is a picture of a base of a building. That when you go through storms and challenges, and I'm telling you right now, how many I can feel in the spirit that you're struggling right now because, because your boss has another pet, and you're not that person. And you're comparing yourself, God, I, I'm seeing favor here. I'm working hard. I'm giving my best. I'm giving my all. Why is it that my co-employee, do you understand, who just came in a week ago, has so much favor than I? And I want you to know that the enemy will shake your faith and will do everything to dampen your faith. But your faith is never anchored in what you see. It is rooted in what God says in His Word, that as you commit your life to me, as you move towards my direction, you'll never be shaken. A lot of us are shaken with what we see. A lot of people are caught in corners. They're not as intelligent as any of us here. But you see yourself, okay, that you are always bullied in your company, that you don't receive Okay, what you deserve, I want you to hang on because at the end of the day, promotion comes from God. How many of you here, you want to be promoted? Promoted, come on now. Some, you, don't, you, you want to be demoted. Amen? Pray for that. Lord, grant me demotion. We want to be promoted. Why? It brings glory to God. How many of you here, when you know that you're promoted by God and people would pat you in the back, you know that it, it comes from the Lord, the strength, the energy, the promotion, amen? But once in a while, okay, deep inside our hearts, we smile. Magaling naman talaga ako. Do you understand? How many of you here? Okay, man, when you're playing basketball and you're the, what, the highest three-pointer in that game, 
You give glory to God like Steph Curry. You understand? But I'm a LeBron fan. You understand? Jesus is what? Friends of sinners. Do you understand? Okay? I'm here to reach out to the guy and pray for him. To make a long story short, we give God the glory. And we honor God, but deep in our hearts, we know that we enjoy the glory that belongs to God. Come on now. Human as we are, we're human. How many of you here once in a while you're guilty? Okay? For enjoying the glory. The deep inside, you don't want to brag about it, but deep in your heart, you know you're, I'm intelligent. Come on now. Kaya ako na-promote kasi cute lang talaga ako. Hindi ko kaya. How many of you here? Honestly, once in a while, you're guilty of this. And I have nothing against, okay, uh, your reaction. But I'm telling you right now, our satisfaction is not even enjoying the glory, but knowing for a fact that we're doing what we're doing because we're doing it for God. Come on now. Because if you're doing it for someone, it is just a matter of time, just like what I mentioned, that you will be shaken. Remember what I've told you four weeks ago? That whatever makes you happy, you're doing it for your boss, you're doing it for someone, will eventually make you sad. But when you do things for God, I am telling you right now, satisfaction is inevitable. Our work should roll towards God. And thus, this passage in the Bible places an emphasis that as we commit to the Lord, we will be established. A work that works is one that brings fulfillment and glorifies God. This is what I want you to understand. Though at times you don't know the reason. But when you do things for God, you can't help but be fulfilled with it. Yes, there are problems. Yes, you are not the highest paid employee in that company, but you know you're fulfilled. And a lot of you here, I can discern that you're right now in a place of work where you're earning so much money, but you know in your heart there's something missing. You know that. Why? Because you think that looking for work is just earning enough money. More than just having that work on your lap Sunday uh, in, Sunday out, Monday in, Monday out, Friday in, Friday out. I mean, more than just complying to what is asked of you, you're not just earning money. You're doing what God has called you to do. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be like us. Out there, I am telling you right now, God is doing something, and whether you like it or not, you're part of it. So if you have an isolated department and you think your job is to comply to what your boss is asking from you, I want you to what get past that idea. That whatever you do, it was and it is God who placed you there, and God has a great plan for that. Do you understand that? Because with that understanding comes a response that every single day I will not drag myself to work that this function and responsibility that I have is not just an isolated account. I'm part of what God is doing in my life, in my office, and in the lives of people that I interface and interact. Did you know that if you're seated in a cubicle, God is working in the heart of your office mate. You just don't have any idea. God is working in the heart of your boss. But if you see work as just putting food on the table, you're getting it all wrong. You will not be excited because you're just doing what needs to be done. There is a greater task, and I'm telling you right now, isn't that an honor that God handpicked you to work? And fulfill whatever he wants to do in this planet. 
A work that is successful and productive is a work directed towards God. No matter how good and flashy and excellent and intelligent you are, you know if you're doing it just for your own glory, for your own satisfaction, will never bring satisfaction that brings glory to God. And that is why for some of you here, if this is your first time to come to this gathering, we're not working because we choose to work and because we want so much money. That's part. Money is a tool to advance the kingdom of God. But I hope that you wake up tomorrow morning and be the best that God has called you to be because I'm not just a janitor. Because this work that I have is from God. It was God who gave you that work and it was God who blessed you with that work. Just like what was mentioned in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. It was a responsibility given to man. So if you're here right now and you're saying, God, I don't like my boss. I don't like my office mates. I don't like my cubicle. Lord, I don't even like myself. I want you to know one thing. That place and that company that you are in Probably it might be temporary or for life. But when you understand the concept that beyond just going to your office and going to work, that God is your partner, everything will change. God started work with man. And when he rested on the seventh day, man found God ended his work and man found God, what? Resting. Why? Because God wants, just like what Pastor Joey Bonifacio has mentioned, is that man and God wants man to discover the first priority is rest before you work. Thus, work is a command that you work because this is not just a curse that I would want man to suffer from. Just like what I mentioned before, sin was introduced, God introduced work. It is a blessing to man. And I'm telling you right now, God is orchestrating that more than just fulfilling what he wants you to do, you can really provide food at the table, that you can be a blessing to your relatives, that you can operate in advancing the kingdom of God because you have so much money. But more than just the money is that you know the purpose of God. I'm in this company. I am a manager. I'm a waiter. I am a, a janitor. I'm a janitor. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a village security guard because I know, Lord, I have been placed in this position to ask the very question of my purpose, why God allowed me to take full responsibility of the area that he has delegated and placed on my lap. Thus, man was a product of God's rest. Isn't it amazing that after God created everything, the last was man? Because he is just so delighted with really what he has created. He said that everything was and is beautiful. And because of that, okay, the command is very, very clear that six days you shall labor and do all your work. And thus, I hope that each and every one of us, that we can be thankful, even to pause for the next 30 seconds, 
God, I am thankful that I have worked. How many of you here have done that before? Did you pause for a while? That yes, you were in church, you're giving God the glory. You're thanking God for all His provisions. But when was the last time you look back and Lord, thank you for His company. I bless His company. It will be far from being perfect, but Lord, I bless His company. Thank you that you've given me work. Remember, a lot of us were so caught up with a lot of things. Did you know the reason why you worry a lot? And this is something that I want to sidestep from my message. The reason why you worry a lot, because you have a heart that is ungrateful. The antidote to worry and fear is a thankful heart. That you're thankful, God, thank you that I'm working. Yes, I know it's not easy, but thank you for work. Thank you, Lord God, that I receive a salary. Thank you for my boss. Thank you for my office mates. That's how we should see Monday every day. That we're not dragging ourselves because we're required to do so. That we're not just giving our best because I want to be acknowledged and approved by my own boss and my office mates. Remember this. If you exist because you would want to be approved by people, you're getting it all wrong. You're preparing yourself for destruction. Remember this. There's only one audience that you have and that audience that you have is God. You are living, performing for the audience of one. And some of you here, you're always offended because people will make comments and you can't stop people from making hasty comments. If you know that you're doing what is right and it pleases the Lord, there is nothing to worry. The reason why we complain, because we miss the whole point that God, I have to enjoy where I am right now. Some of you here, you have idolized work that your priorities are in disarray. That you find meaning and fulfillment in your work. I have nothing against you working hard, but God is simply saying that I am your priority and work comes after that. Remember, there's nothing wrong with work, but work has been an idol for some of us. What is an idol? It is something good, something great. Okay, that we have elevated to something ultimate. Money is good, but you elevate money higher than God. It becomes an idol. Same thing with work. Same thing with our profession. And I'm telling you right now, your approval, your identity is anchored in your work. Everything that you do should be what? Should be what people might possibly say. That you want to function and work because you want to please people. And if they're not pleased, you're shattered. You crumble into pieces. And I do pray that we will have a very, very clear understanding that God, you've given me work because this is an avenue that I can give you all the glory and the honor. Work is from God. If you're here right now and you're saying, God, this pastor doesn't understand my concerns and my predicaments. I hate my work. I don't know. If you still hate your work after seeing this picture. <laughs> this is one of the worst jobs out there. That if you don't understand that by smelling somebody's armpit, and I don't know how to explain it to you. But I know there is a purpose in what God is doing all over the world.
My question with you right now, wherever God will assign you, more than just earning that money every month, do you understand that whatever you do, no matter how small it is, it has an involvement with what God is presently doing? Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of us, we don't know what God is doing. We're just so focused in one area where we don't agree. Remember this, when you're so caught up with something and everything that you see is the area that you disagree, you will end up reacting. Ano ba to, Lord? Wala man ng salary increase. Nagtatrabaho yung tao, parang kalabaw. Nagmumukha na akong kalabaw. I mean, Lord, I'm... Because you think, God, this is, this, is, this is a curse that you have given me. No, 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 no. I want you to step back a little bit farther. Because more than just your angle and your perspective, God is doing something. And the reason why we react violently, because you don't know that more than just your angle, more than just your view, God is doing something that is totally affiliated with just what you see. That is my prayer. That when we have a clear understanding that work is from God, we will work for God. Just like what we've mentioned. We're doing things for God. Yes, you're serving your company. Yes, you respect your boss. But my question that I want to ask you right now, if you are a street sweeper, okay, nagwawalis ng kalye, are you excellent in whatever you're doing? To the degree that people will pay to watch you sweep the streets of Muntinlupa. Because if you don't know that you're doing what you're doing because it is intended to roll into the what? The side of God. To move into the direction where God is. That God, this is for you. That I work to give you the glory so that people that can witness what I'm doing will give my Father in heaven the exaltation that He deserves. Are you good and are you excellent in whatever you're doing because you're doing it for God? I know human as we are, we want to work for our boss, our clients, and the people that we want to please. But my question with you right now, are you just working? Because you want to earn an income and have nothing against it. But are you doing it for God? And I'm telling you right now, satisfaction comes after when you know that you're working for God. And because you're working for God, I hope that just like what we mentioned a while ago, that as we commit our work to the Lord, our plans will be immovable, established that you will not be shaken, no matter what will happen, whether that is depreciation or recession. God, it was you who gave me this work, and if I hear a boss, that people will be fired in my department six months down the road. Lord, I know you're in control. Ladies and gentlemen, it is always a test if God is the God of your work. 
my question with you right now, when was the last time you have dedicated your department, your job, for the glory of God? And that is what we need to pray for. A lot of you here, you've been moving and then you've been migrated from a lot of business ventures and it has, it has failed. Not because you're not intelligent, not because God wants you to fail, but you have overlooked committing everything that you first plan out and ask God for His advice. Lord, what can you say about my plan? If you're single here, I want to sidestep a bit. Same thing with relationships. Okay, You look for the right one. And you ask God for His suggestion. First and foremost, commit to God. Lord, what do you want me to do? And if I feel God is silent, don't feel bad. He's brewing something. So my question with you right now, are you right now in a season where you're saying, God, I don't know. Why am I in this company? Or you're right now in a season where you're saying, God, what do you want me to do? I know that we are in this together. Please be with me every step of the way. Just like what I've mentioned. That money should not be the motive why we work. At the end of the day, God is the source of everything. So whether you will lose the job or not, God will provide. Because it was God who provided that work. And it is according to His time frame and timeline that if He chooses to reward you with another responsibility, He can do so. But remember this. You are where you are in that company because God has blessed you and we're doing it for God. Ladies and gentlemen, just like what I've expressed a while ago, work is our worship to God. That when you sweep that floor, you're doing it for God. And there are times that you will catch yourself that you're doing it for yourself. I want you to remind yourself that I'm not doing it even for myself or for anyone. I'm doing it for God. Thus, you know whether your boss is watching you can't afford to what? Bring a paper clip at home or a cotton bund at home. Kailangan ni Bunso. Do you understand? Kailangan ni Bunso ng drafting table. Do you understand? Kailangan sa bahay ng fire extinguisher. You're doing it for God. For God's sake, do it for God. Pastor, can I bring my boss at home? Do you understand? These are the things that we do because we don't understand that everything that we're doing, whether we walk, we breathe, we, what, we, we face the computer. And for some of you here, I can sense that you have more time with Facebook than your office work. And this is for people that are listening to this podcast, not you guys. I want you to imagine this, that if the time you spend and you have spent on Facebook if the number of hours are funneled in growing and reading your Bible, I am telling you, by this time, you are a mature Christian. Do you understand? Let me say that once again. If the number of hours you spent on Facebook are properly documented and re recorded, if the same hour and minutes you spent on Facebook okay, is funneled in reading the Facebook, by now, you are unshakable. 
And this is not for my advantage. The reason why you're seated on that chair, because you want to grow in your walk with God. And you want to deepen in your understanding of who God is. You just don't want to attend and, and keep on attending for the next 52 weeks and you want to listen to a nice message that will tickle your ears. But after this, you want to be tempted. And you want to give in to temptation. You want to throw away your destiny. Nobody wants that. You want to be strong. Amen. You want to be good in whatever you're doing. Amen. You want to be excellent. You want to be the best teacher and the best professor. Not because you need approval, but you're doing it. And you're working for the king of kings. And I'm telling you right now, I can smell so much potential in this room. But a lot of us, we just don't want to step out of our comfort zone. And we're so comfortable with our daily routines. Church, you're better than your performance last week. And Monday morning tomorrow, you will see the grace of God overflow in your life. Because you will be the best employees out there. Amen. The Lord will bless your company because you're always around and because you're doing it for God. Darating yung araw na pagka umalis ka sa kumpanya mo, malulugi yung kumpanya. Because you're doing it for God. Amen. And if you check the book of Genesis, the reason why there is no account of worship because everything that they do is a worship to God. Thus in Colossians chapter 3, verse 22 to 24, slaves obey in everything those who are your earthly masters from okay, ESV. Not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart. Are you this person? That you're not just out there working and pleasing someone, but you do this because of the fear of the Lord. And I'm telling you right now, a lot of you here, you undermine yourself. I don't have the skill set. I will pray for that. A lot of you here are inferior. I can pastor. I can speak English. I don't really care. The Lord will elevate and promote you. Some of you here are struggling with confidence. The Lord will what? Will promote you and elevate you one notch higher. Some of you here, you're so confident about your skill set, the Lord will humble you. You know why? Because He wants to extend His grace. God opposes His proud, but gives grace to when you're walking in humility. God is simply saying, I will extend my grace. The other translation for that, I will be by your side. If you walk in pride and arrogance, you're telling God every morning, Lord, let's have a fist fight. Subukan nga natin ang tapang ng Panginoon. And as we walk in humility, the reason why God wants to what? Hone you into that kind of person. Not because God is against you. God wants to come to a place where He's always free. And there's no other entry point for that than to walk in humility. The reason why we want to give God our all because you know that whatever you are doing every single day of your life, it is geared towards making a difference where you are. So as we work to give God the glory, I want you to fasten your seatbelts because the promise is very, very clear. Knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And if your boss will stand in the way for your promotion, he is simply, simply, challenging what God can do. 
And I'm telling you right now, if God wants to promote you tomorrow, He can do so. He is all-powerful, all-knowing. But momentarily, my friend, the spotlight is on you. God is simply shaping your character that you will learn to trust Him and walk in humility. Because if God will promote you tomorrow, He knows that it will do more harm than good. So this season of your life is something that you need to be familiar of and you need to develop that sensitivity that God, I know it's coming, but let me just decipher. Let me know what is happening at this very hour of my life. Because at the end of the day, more than just working in that company, God wants to use you to make a difference wherever you are. Remember this, that God is doing something. We might not feel it, and our tendencies so be consumed and be caught up with the things that we don't like and we disagree. It's about time that we have a clear understanding why you're working and why you're doing what you're doing. Because God is doing something that is affiliated with what you're doing today. And before you know it, because you do understand the whole concept of work and your profession, you will be surprised that someday you will have a platform to speak the message of Christ. And I do pray that people will come to know Christ because of how excellent you are. Alam nyo? People will listen to the message, but they will listen further if they see that we are so good at whatever we are doing for the glory of God. Pag naglilinis ka ng salamin, if that is your responsibility, pag dumapo yung lamok na dudulas, people will look for you. And you can demand a salary that you want. Because again, you're not just doing this for excellence sake. You're doing this to please God. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the kind of person tomorrow morning you will be. That you're so good in whatever you're doing because you're doing it for the glory of God. Thus, I want to remind you that if Monday is not easy, and if Monday is the most challenging day of the week, know one thing, that you can work with God. In fact, before Monday, God is working with you. The Bible says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. The only way to enjoy your work and make the most out of it is that for you to discover that you're not alone. You're not doing your work and your profession all by yourself. You have God by your side because at the end of the day, the goal is that for work to be your act of worship. And just like what this famous pastor by the name of Pastor Rick Warren said, work become worship when you dedicate it to God and perform it with an awareness of His presence. A lot of you Monday morning are so burdened of coming and going to work because you started your day 
all by yourself. Church, before we end this gathering, it is my prayer that even tonight as you retire and go to sleep, I want you to invite God into your life. Invite God in your department. Invite God in your profession. When we work with God, we become secure because we're not doing it alone. Now, as you copy and do your research in your personal computer, know one thing, that as you have invited God to start your week, He will be with you every step of the way. The reason why a lot of us are tired, burdened, struggling, whatever we're doing, because we have not given God an opportunity to partner with us. The problem with man is that you call on God when the going gets tough. God is always your last option. And that's not what you call a relationship. The reason why we can call on God in the first hour of the day, because this relationship that we have with God goes beyond just asking God for help. We have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will be your comforter. So as we start our day tomorrow morning, know one thing, that you are a different man. You are a transformed being. That you're not dragging yourself to work. But you're doing this with God. Some. 121 says in verses 2 to 3, My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. It is my prayer that every single day you will come to your senses that God is ever your ever-present in times of trouble. So I know that it is indeed pretty challenging out there. But just like what this passage says, He'll keep you safe. He'll protect you. He will not allow you to slumber. A work that works is one that brings fulfillment and glorifies God. Your work will be productive and effective. Because you have one thing in mind, and that is to bring glory to God. Ladies and gentlemen, you're doing this not for anyone. You're doing this for God. You're not doing this for someone. You are a man which is an audience of one. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Working is to work for the glory of the King. Thank God, tomorrow is Monday, and it is by the grace of God that we can start our week with excitement. If you're here right now, you're saying that I have yet to uncover how it is to work where God is at the center of everything that I do. I will pray for you. If you're here right now, you have a new business venture, my friend, it will not fail. Because by this time, God is included in that picture. If you're looking for a job, know one thing. That God is with you and He has gone ahead of you. For some of you here, working in the different companies, tonight, while you're seated and you're about to retire, 
God has gone ahead of you. God is omnipresent. He's with you. And by this hour, He is in that cubicle. Your life is about to change. I want you to be excited tomorrow morning to start your week. Because things, things will be carried out based on how God has intended it to be. Fasten your seatbelts and be excited tonight because your life is about to change. Can we just bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful moment. Don't we stand our feet right now? Lord, I pray that you minister to every person in this room. If you are an employee, I want you to raise your hand. Lord, thank you. Employees, Lord, I pray right now that you will understand that more than just, Lord God, earning the salary that we deserve, I pray right now that they will know that they are working for God and they're working with you. I bless, Lord God, the work of their hands, that they will know, Lord God, that they're not doing these things alone. I want you right now to dedicate. I want you to say and, and, and mention your possession at the company and tell the Lord, Lord, I dedicate, Lord God, this function. Mention your position. If you are a consultant or, or, or a cashier or, or a teacher, just mention it. Lord, I, I, I give you this. Thank you, Lord God, for the hands that are lifted high. That you slowly work in their lives and you remind them to stay secure that they are not doing life alone. They're not just doing their work alone. You have them by your side. And just like what you've mentioned in your word, they will not falter nor fall because it is you that holds them all together. You can put down your hands. If you are right now a business person, raise your hand. You have a business. You're starting one. Lord, I pray right now. Whatever the enemy has taken advantage of, I pray right now for God's restoration for each and every person. I can sense right now some of you here, you're even struggling. You're doubting. You're asking, God, will this push through? Will this be successful? I pray right now that the Holy Spirit will overwhelm you with His presence. That every single day you wake up with a sense of expectation and anticipation. That everything that you will touch will prosper. You can put down your hands. If you're here right now, you're saying, God, I pray that you use my work as an opportunity to bring people into the kingdom of God. I want you to raise your hand right now. Lord, I pray right now. I want you right now to mention your office mates. Mention right now your boss and the people you are, you're interacting with every single day. Lord, I pray right now that more than just look at our work, I do pray that you bring people into your kingdom. I want you to touch your heart and say, God, let me love my work and let me be good at it. Touch your heart right now. I pray right now, touch your heart. I pray right now for a burning passion. I will be good at whatever we're doing. I'm not doing it for anyone. Let me be passionate, oh God, that everything that I do will give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. Thank you that I can face Monday and I can thank God it's Monday. In Jesus' name, 
Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.